Well, welcome to episode room five of Radio Free Me. Uh, we had one listener yesterday, and I think that was probably me. If I may say so myself, that was probably my best episode so far. Why am I doing this? I don't know. I've got to amuse myself somehow. I've got to kill time. It's a daily thing, right? To get journals, to get diary. Maybe it's like the diary of Anne Frank. Maybe that's what a lot of us are doing right now. Maybe this will be left behind. Maybe somewhere, someday, somehow, one of these will be picked up by somebody somewhere, right? Who knows why we do anything, really? Why does a pair go over the mountain to see what you could see? But today's episode, I think, is entitled, The Emperor Has No Mask. And uh, you get done with a busy day of work. You know, your life is progressing along in age. And you feel like me, you've been through quite a bit, and you've seen quite a bit. And, you know, I don't think there's, I've always said there's, there's not too many people other than myself, I think you could probably say that they saw George Wallace speak from a wheelchair when they were 12, saw Reagan speak live, met Jack Kemp, had him sign his book, American Renaissance, do you? And then on the left side, you were Doug, a candidate for Gary Hart. And, uh, he drove his wife and daughter around Iowa. You met Obama and yeah, marched with Jesse Jackson. You saw sports celebrities. Your daughter's grandfather toured John Kennedy around Rockford, Illinois. On her mother's side. You did a rock and roll CD. You've been to prison. You've walked regarding civil rights. And, you know, you've toured most of the country by bike and by foot. You've written songs and met seemingly important people. You've been helped by people who you never, you found yourself homeless. You've prayed in redwood trees and slept beside the ocean and found eagle feathers that you gave to a Native American in Sioux City, Iowa. You, you woke up one morning with a herd of Roosevelt elk about 60 feet away from you. You know. Never, never found anyone to have a real intense relationship with. Never had a woman that, you know, actually, I guess, left a, a lasting impression that was somehow strong within you. Other than, you know, I mean, you fell in love with many, but you just ended up being in a game that, you know, there's no point to it after a while. But, you know, I met one woman that you thought was just Lord Grace, right? And what she did, I'll never understand, but hey, you know, I don't know what the motive was, man. I just don't know what the motive was. You know. Yeah, I got my sins, I got my weaknesses. And we're living in this time where it feels like, you know, the end of the world is coming. It's cold and it's despondent. And people are wearing masks and you, you know, I mean, no one, I mean, who could have seen this coming, right? Well, Bill Gates didn't. I saw that President Obama about, he got in probably about six, seven years ago predicted this exactly 
as Bill Gates had almost exactly the same words about a so something tells me that this was a, a new world order thing, you know, that the elite uh, was were pushing this through, but to be through the technocrats, or the combination of the technocrats and the plutocrats, and the high ends of all the corporations in this new world order, and they pushed it through the governments, and it was coming because some people saw it coming, so they knew it was coming. They, you know, this is not a pandemic, it's a pandemic. And they've got more coming. It is the new normal, and uh, as you get older, you kind of... But that brings me to the point of, you know, the governor of Illinois, J.B. Prince John, I don't want to use the words I like to, to describe him, but he's a putz, man. Just a putz. What's he ever done with his life? I'm nothing against him, right? You know, But here he is. He's, this wealthy, wealthy, you know, inherited fortunes buys the governorship of Illinois, literally buys it. I mean, nobody's ever won that many commercials that far before the, the election, before the primary even was there. He bought that election. And he's total pots. I guess Illinois deserves it. It really does. And he issues, after we've had this vaccine, after 18 months, he comes out, a press conference. A press conference. Announcing basically universal mask mandate for any indoor activities. Great, wonderful. The funniest thing, though, is here is this, and I don't want to use the word, but he is. You know, slothful and gluttonous and all those things, and and uh, probably greed. Oh, he's he's got a lot of the uh, the seven deadly sins. I have a feeling. You know, he looks like a gangster too. You mean by like he's got that sort of that benevolent sort of putsy look about him? You mean by like he's a and yet deep downside, you know, he's probably got a vicious, vicious politician. And uh, now just universal mass mandates. And there's four people that you see at the press conference. He's given the press conference. He's got his two uh, sign language interpreters. And there's a lady who speaks Spanish for Spanish audience, I guess. Universal mass mandate for everybody in Illinois. He's given the press conference indoors. And not him or any of the people on the, on the stage are wearing a mask. I think that tells you more than you need to know about what's going on, right? He's a plutocrat, buys a state office. He's concerned about everybody's health, issues that bullshit mandate, and he himself is not wearing one while he's issuing it. You know, fuck Pritzker, right? Excuse my language. And the whole ilk of them who are doing this to this country and this world. But, like I said, my time's moving. There's moments of despondence. You know, despondency and despair. And, you know, you're just working and you've seen everything, you've done everything, but you it's been 12 years since I've held anyone or been held by anyone. 
I think maybe that's the most tiresome thought of it. You know. Just that. And then you get to a point where you go, you don't even, you don't even want that anymore. You know, you know. I'm not talking about sex at this point. I mean, it, eventually it leads to that, right? And if you can do that tenderly, you know, be human, uh, somehow love in a more divine way, you know, animalistic part of you, you know, the way we were shaped and formed and how it is. But uh, just no sense of kindness and ability to just hold on to somebody. It's the pain and the darkness of it all. And there are times, but I'll tell you, you've struggled. In the course of a day, we just, God, not just take me off. I just wish I could somehow end this and pull the plug out of it all. But you keep going. You keep going. In the face of everything, right? You do your best. You try to not hide your intelligence. You just you recognize it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Your talent, you try to hide that, or it doesn't mean anything. In other words, nothing's going to get you anything. Just slave away and do what it is you have to do, and you know the authorities on whatever level. I don't care if it's a young kid who's got a job to let you into a mission, to have shelter, or a boss at work, or whoever's coming in wants to be the boss, and everybody ends up being the boss, right? That's okay with me. The authorities, the authorities, the authorities. But I do know one thing. The Emperor has no mask. <laughs>